Hi, everybody. This is Jerry Mintz. Uh, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about the upcoming coming, uh, school starters course, which we are now calling the alternative starters course. And the reason is because a lot of what people start these days are not straight up schools. There are a bunch of other things. Uh, I just, for example, heard about a group in the Philippines that had been part of the alternative school starters course, and they started a whole sort of informational program. So you never know where it's going to go, but mostly a lot of people are starting homeschool resource centers these days. And um, of course, as you know, the education revolution just happened in the sense that people all over the world have just discovered that they are not necessarily stuck with their local assigned school. And so as the school year kind of goes on, more and more people are going to be saying, hey, I don't have to put up with this. And of course, a lot of parents did let their kids do the distance learning things that their own public schools organized, but they were very often deadly boring, partly because the school systems didn't realize that the reason why kids like to go to school for the most part is for their friends and to meet to do stuff with other kids. And the teachers or the people in the system thought that somehow or other what they were offering as teachers was the most interesting. And so the people at home were able to hear their local teacher drone on and on and came to discover what their children had to put up with. So if that's what gets offered, again, when the public school system starts looking for alternatives, they may not take them up on it. And right now, some of the systems are beginning to panic because a much higher number of true homeschoolers have decided to keep their kids out of school. And what that means is, since the public schools like New York City are not offering the distance learning option, they are out all the money. See, at least when they offered the distance learning option, they got the tax money because those kids were technically enrolled in school. Now, when some of these um, people sort of arrogantly decided that they could just tell the parents that they couldn't do that anymore and they had to come back to their schools, they were acting as if they still had a captive audience. But that's not true. Now, parents know they have choices. So if you want to start a new alternative, that's more and more what people are going to be looking for. You know, they may have put them in public school even in the beginning of the school year, but if there are some things that go wrong, uh, COVID comes back more or kids decide they are bored and tell their parents about it and the parents realize that they need to do something about it, they'll be looking for your alternatives. So this year's school starters course, alternative starters course, is looming as pretty important. And we can take up to 25 people, and the course is not full yet. So the way the course itself works is that you will be given access to a course website. 
And all of the basic resources are on that website. Books you can download, videos you can click on or watch, even uh, photocopies of, from certain books that we had. So lots of resources. So it's not in real time for the most part. That means you can access it as you have time. And we go through various sections. Introductions, of course, where people say who they are. Then vision, where people describe what their vision is, what they want to create. And all of these things will involve posts that people put on who are in the course, as well as our resource people, uh, me, Chris, uh, Mesa, and Ken, and maybe others, uh, in reaction to what you posted. And then this goes back and forth for each section. Each section will run one or two weeks. So there's the introductions, there's the uh, vision, uh, there's how to do democratic process if you want to do that, the legal aspects, and of course a lot of that involves research on your part, uh, how to recruit staff, how to recruit students, how to organize in your community, and that sort of thing. So that's how the course works. People often wonder, well, gee, what time do you meet? We will actually have some Zoom meetings, but they're not necessarily uh, required at all. I mean, people can go to them as they're able to, but that's not the meat of it. That's a good chance for people to kind of coordinate and ask questions. So it's not in real time. You can access it as you can. You can put anything up. You can also put in new topics to discuss if you have ideas of things that haven't been discussed the way you'd like. So I think a lot of people are making this mistake of thinking, well, you know, COVID's still going on. We don't know where it's going to end. So we'll just wait until it's over. That's a big mistake because right now you can start an alternative that is online, even if it's local, and you do not have to invest in bricks and mortar. That is what is so unusual about this time, one of the things. So number one, people are really looking for alternatives. And number two, they're willing to start online. But a number of our schools have, started, have done online things and have gone back to in-person, and they are doing very well, uh, even have waiting lists, much to their surprise. So this is a very important time to think about starting a new alternative, a new choice for those parents who are looking for a place to land. So we have been doing this for a long time. One of the first uh, schools that we helped to start was Brooklyn Free School. We had a conference of the International Democratic Education Conference, which is actually coming up starting on the 30th of September and being organized by Summerhill in England. And we, or we were the ones who had the conference in 2003, first time in the United States. And... When people were heading back to New York, they were saying, hey, how come we don't have any kind of democratic school in New York City? And there were none at that time. And so we started having meetings in apartments every couple of weeks. And at first they were going to call it the Park Slope uh, Free School, but then they realized that that would make it sound like an even, even skew it in a kind of elitist direction. So it was Brooklyn Free School. And that got started in 2004, year after our IDEC that we hosted in 2003. And that is still going. They've been around for like 16 years. 
And in the very earliest part, after they got going, they actually had a waiting list. And so out of that waiting list, we helped people start Manhattan Free School. And that ran for a few years. It had more problems. Uh, they would call me in there when they had crises. They did survive four or five years, but then they got to a certain point when the founder was going to give it over to the staff members and discovered that there was no money left. So they invited me to what was going to be their final meeting uh, before they closed. And so I went to that meeting, and what I said is, hey, our school starters would give their eye teeth to have what you have now. They would be so happy to have their nonprofit, to have a location to meet in. Okay, so you're out of money. You're going to have to volunteer for a while until you get more enrollment, and then you'll go on from there. Well, they did listen to me, and one of the parents stepped up and said he would be the temporary director for a few months. He came from the IT world, so he brought a concept from the IT world called Agile Learning to the process, and people really liked the term a lot, and it eventually morphed into the first Agile Learning Center. And they called it that. They changed the name. And it turned out to be absolutely brilliant. So even though those first people that got that going are now not there anymore, the original Manhattan Free School is now a natural learning center and still going many years later. And the concept has spread around the world. People very often, I, people who are contacting me wanting to start new schools, they'll say, yeah, we'd like it to be somewhat like uh, Sudbury uh, and Agile Learning Center. We want to do uh, an Agile Learning Center. And so it's become a thing unto its own. And people uh, have been inspired by it. So that's by way of saying you never know where your idea is going to go. I'm sure the woman who, uh, who we helped to found it uh, Manhattan Free School never in her wildest dreams thought this was going to happen as a result of it. So there are a lot of other interesting stories like that. We had somebody come in to the um, school starters course when it was school starters uh, from Poland. And she was very interested in starting something there and she started the first democratic school in Poland. Well, that has now become something like, I, I've lost track, but 25 at least democratic schools in Poland. And uh, the same thing has happened in some other countries. We ha helped a number of people start new alternatives in Ukraine, and now there are many democratic and other kinds of alternative learner-centered schools in Ukraine. By the way, we don't insist that people who come into the school starters course or the alternative starters course we don't insist that they have a certain formula that they have to follow. We really believe that they need to look at their local community and decide what their community needs and go from there. And so some people have gone in the direction of starting a democratic school in which kids actually have a vote on everything in the school to other schools that are more progressive. They are learner-centered in their approach but the schools are not necessarily democratic per se. So, this gives you some ideas of what's possible. One of the people in our school starters course, Mesa Bosna, 
Uh, she wanted to start an outdoor school, an outdoor base school in Manhattan, of all places. And she did it. And this was more than 10 years ago. And she will actually be one of the resource people for this course, as will Ken Danford, who started uh, North Star. And that has led to a number of other similar places around the country and around the world. And also Chris McCalliano, who was involved with Albany Free School for over 30 years as a teacher, as a co-director and board member and all that, he will be helping co-direct the course. And, and so you've got a lot of good resource people. We also call in other people that you might need. Uh, it's, this course is pretty individualized. So we think that, or I think, that you should register this year for the course. If you are listening to this podcast, and it's only going to be offered this way, um, you can save more money than people are already saving. The course is ordinarily $1,000 uh, for all the way from September to January, uh, not very much, and you could cover that all with the tuition from one kid, depending upon what kind of school you want to start. And by the way, we do help people who want to start public alternatives, charters, Sudbury schools, various types of schools. So uh, we're not stuck on one particular model at all, even Montessori schools in Waldorf. This is the, the, the kind of thing that's possible if you get into the course this year and get your alternative going. So as I said, we have a special arrangement, and that is you can. Some people are are saving over the thousand and just doing fifty dollars a month, which is six hundred a year, saves forty percent. But if you're listening to this and we'll register right away, uh, you can do forty. If it is something that you have difficulty affording, the fifty forty is okay. That would drop the price to less than half. And we had a few people last year. We offered it very briefly. So some people did do that last year. If you are in a developing country or have some other special circumstance, feel free to contact me directly because we can make special arrangements. We do not like to exclude people from the course for financial reasons. So you could just uh, write to me at jerry, J-E-R-R-Y, arrow, A-E-R-O, at AOL. Dot com, and we'll make a special accommodation. So that's basically it. Uh, if you want to find out more about the course, you can go to the uh, website, which actually has a map of over 100 of these alternatives that are linked to their websites. And so go to educationrevolution.org, go to find a school, and drop down to start a school. And then you'll see that map, and you'll see where you can register. And that's at a discount of a couple of hundred dollars, so you're 20% off at the moment. But if you want to save a lot more, you can do it the way I said, at as low as $40 a month as a sustainer, monthly payments. And almost anybody should be able to afford that. So if you have any questions, you can also write to me at jerryarrow at aol.com. If you're in the United States, you can call us at 516-978-7812 or 
2195. And we hope to see you in the course.